Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of Free the Geek FM. Alright, in this episode, I kind of want to pick up where I left off in the last episode, which I admit I started off with a bit of a rant about a certain Mr. Donald Trump and a bit of Brexit. But I don't want to let that cloud the episode. I don't sort of want to only put the folks in the time there. In this episode, I, kind of, I want to pick up on where I left off, specifically in a couple of areas. But effectively, we, we trap into the, the, the sense of, of balance and, and priority with, with the work you do as a freelancer. Now, that might seem a bit strange, because I admit in the end of the, or at the end of the last episode, I was more talking about things like... Um, specific tools and so forth, such as, as Twitter and Facebook and other social media to, uh, as specific techniques, finding more work. But I am coming to that, don't worry, I'm, uh, that hasn't been forgotten. What I wanted to look at was some th- a sense of sort of related reflection, if you will, that I had in, I've had in the time since the last episode. And it's that sense which I feel perhaps kind of gets overlooked, or at least I know I did for quite some time. I'll, I'll be flat out honest, I had a sense of a realisation today which kind of helped me coalesce all my thoughts. I had this like, kind of like aha light bulb moment and, well, would you believe I actually have, I'll see if I can kind of post it in the show notes, a light bulb, or sorry, a light bulb cover which actually looks like a light bulb. Massive nerd out moment, but it was so totally cool when I found it at the shop. I had to have it. I know, geek, weird, odd, first world troubles. I hate that phrase, why did I use it? Anyway, whatever. So, what I want to cover, or what I'm going to cover in, in this episode, is, is, is a sense of, of work, the right kind of work, and a sense of balance. Now, I'll start off like this. When you kick off as a freelancer, or at least when I did, and that'll be my last qualifier, you, you have no work, or you, maybe you have sort of, like, you've done a bit, but it's nowhere near enough to cover, you know, to pay the bills and to cover your needs. So you do this mad kind of flurry. You go off looking for work. You're looking for clients from whom you can then get work. And you often don't have a real appreciation of of your sense of worth, your sense of value. So you don't, or you may not, set a rate that is, is really sufficient to, to really be meaningful as a really of any value. But you take on all this work because perhaps you fell into the, the, the trap of having a mindset that says, well, I have no work, so take anything because any work's better than nothing and then I'll have something and I can kind of tell myself I can feel better because I'll be working and being a... Um, when you're working, that means you're productive, that means you're worthwhile, that means you're a valuable member of society. And it's a pretty horrible and nasty trap to get into if you're not careful. Now, let me explain it like this, or let me break it down in, in, in a little way. Here's the situation, right? You've gone from no work, so you had no income, or maybe, hopefully, you had cash in the bank to buffer you through for, the, say, the first six to 12 months. And now you've got all this work and this obligation to complete the work. However, the rate is perhaps far below that which you really need, uh, far below something which is really sort of valuable and worthwhile. So what you have now is you have a lot of work, which you have an obligation, perhaps contracts to complete, yet you're really not earning that much from it. 
The result, if you're like me in the early days, is now you've got a flurry of activity and you're burning, just to get through the work and you're burning through it, to, to basically try and get it done so that you can then get yourself time to find work at a meaningful rate. So now you are extremely, pro- well, productive, but it's for very little value. As a result, you can find yourself in a position where you're quite stressed because you, you, you really don't have the time to invest into the work what it really should. It's, you have to really take the attitude that I turn this around as quick as is humanly possible and I do no more to it. Now, for some people, I guess that's fine, right? Get in, do it, get out of there, done. There is, there is no emotional um, contact. There is no emotional interaction. It's get the work done, get out of there, who cares? Client was happy, I'm happy, cash in the bank, great. I guess if you are that kind, well, turn off now. No, seriously, don't turn off. Keep listening. If it, perhaps it's okay, but if you're a bit more like me and you sort of feel you, you want to give of your best, you want to do a good job, you really kind of want to invest or imbue a certain amount of yourself in this because work to you isn't just dollars. I give time, I get dollars back or euros or yen or, or whatnot. It, it's sort of a part of you. It's a part of your soul. It's a part of who you are as a person. When you do work at a rate that is pretty piddly, you, you can't do that. You know, there's, there's a triangle, I'll, I'll try and link to it, um, I got told about it once, there's, there's three points on this triangle, and you can only ever satisfy two of them. I think it's something like, you can do a good job for a decent rate, or, anyway, I'm, I'm blabbering, I'll, I'll try and find the triangle and link to it. But, but in essence, now you can only do basically bottom feeder work, or minimal quality work, because you're not getting the income that you need to be able to to really devote a lot of time to it. So you've got to turn around quick and get on. That could be fine, but then you could start to build a reputation as someone who just basically does bottom feeder work and you only have like minimal um, quality or value. So how do you then find work of a greater level of quality? Because people, you build up a body of work which presents to people, you just do the minimal, you just do the least amount you know, you're not necessarily someone who has a, a deep level of knowledge or skill. And as I said, all the time you've got this sort of sense of, of stress of like, am I going, is this work going to pay enough? So you, your stress is still there, but it's shifted. Now, hopefully, if during this period you've appreciated that, you know, you are good, you do have a certain good amount of skill, you are professional, you can keep to a deadline, you can turn work around, um, you're, you have good relationships with your clients, you're organized, all those excellent qualities. And then you are a decent professional individual who, who knows a lot about a particular topic or set of topics. So you appreciate that, okay, I need to lift the rate. So now you perhaps come back to your original clients and you talk to them and say, look, that rate that we originally negotiated is just too low. Here is a rate that I am properly happy with. Um, that I believe is truly indicative of what I'm delivering to you or can deliver to you. Hopefully they say yes. I wouldn't expect all to do that. I'd expect some would just sort of tell you to go take a long walk over short pier. But I think some would appreciate it and perhaps be wondering when you're going to do it. But if you find that some or, or, or none actually accept, go for, you know, you've, I'll assume that you've gone off and you've found people who actually do. And believe you me, there are people who do. 
So now you're starting to be in a much better position. You're, you're doing work that is higher up the proverbial food chain. You have more time to invest in it. So you can spend more time doing research, more time developing or writing or whatever it is that you specifically do, more time editing and proofreading and testing and, and so forth. So the end result is of much higher level of quality. Right? And now, given this, I, I, I would like to think that you'll think in a similar way to what I do. You'll now feel better. You can sort of not slack off, and I don't mean that, but you can sort of relax a bit. You can kind of take the, the, the pedal off the proverbial accelerator and settle in and focus on the work that you're doing and really imbue yourself into in it to a reasonable limit and give a great or create a great quality product or, or service. Now, this is great for a while, but if you sort of still have that competitive streak, invariably you may fall into the next trap, which is you then take on too much work. You know, you, you perhaps feel a sense of obligation because maybe you've got a young family, maybe you want to make your mark on the world, maybe you're out to prove something to someone, whatever, you know, there's some motivation there that you sort of stop to check or stop checking in on just how much work you took on and you kind of take on too much and now you've gone from no work to getting paid really well but having too much work and effectively you can never stop or you have to schedule things sort of so tightly again that you're forever working your insides out now that might be okay for a while i mean i i have friends who family members and friends of theirs you know were with things like uh, corporate lawyers, merchant bankers, and so forth. And they knew that they would have to dedicate a good chunk of time. But in return for that, their reward would more than likely be, be quite enormous. So perhaps you're okay with that, right? But I don't see this as, as lasting forever. I, I don't see anybody really as having the, the, well, very, very few people, as having the ability to maintain this kind of workload, things like sort of 60, 70 hours a week, truly, truly sort of to a meaningful level of quality for, for any long length of time. I mean, you could maybe max it out of like 10 years. Maybe that's all you need. Maybe then at that point you're sitting pretty. But unless you're careful with your health, unless you're really focused and, focused and structured, at some point something has to give. You know, your the, the course of your life could change, you know, um, Someone in your family might unfortunately pass away. Um, you might suffer a health problem, perhaps as a result of the workload that you put yourself under. Perhaps just something came along, like you, like I did. You had a, a reaction reaction to um, a virus or some antibiotics, which then causes your health to sort of fluctuate. Um, maybe you meet a wonderful lady or a wonderful gentleman, and it just changes your perspective on life. You know. What I'm saying is life is sort of such a, a colorful, multivariate thing that you can't plan too much, un unless you're extremely rigid, like, like what I perceive an old mentor of mine is. You know, things, life changes. Life proverbially gets in the way. What, what did John Lennon say? Life's what happens when you're busy making other plans. So invariably, you're in a really cushy place financially, but you, you're working hard if you're a person of of honor and, and a person of their word. 
So then you find yourself sort of coming back and saying, all right, I now have to talk to some of my clients, you know, as lovely as I'm sure all of them are at this stage, and wind things back and say, okay, I, I now need to, like, I'm sorry, I can't do as much work for you, or I'm going to have to put the work I do for you on hold, perhaps in perpetuity. Um, they may or may not like that. They may expect that. Who's to say? It's, it's really hard to tell. But you're in a very fortunate position as well to, to, to look at, at your life and look at the business that you've created and say, how much is enough? It's a question that my wife asked me years ago when I said, I wanted to be rich, I wanted to be a millionaire or something like this. And she said, you want to be rich? Okay, great. How much, how much is rich? Like how much money is enough? How much is too much? And I admit at the time, I, I really didn't know. I, I hadn't actually thought of it. I just wanted to be well off because I, I kind of felt that, that was the answer to all my, my troubles, which it wasn't. And I, my troubles were really superficial. I mean, in comparison to many people's. What I'm saying here is that I, I think oftentimes you, you sort of, you get busy, but you don't really give a lot of thought to how busy you have to be. How much work is enough? How much work is enough to bring in enough money and how much money is enough? Like, what are your needs now? What are your needs potentially in the future? Um, do you have enough to look after you now and to invest in the future? Do you have enough to look after you now, invest in the future uh, look after your potential retirement if you live that long, to save up an, um, enough money for, say, 6 to 12 months so that if something inadvertent should happen to you, you're financially prepared. If you have a, a young or growing family that you can look after them as well if something should happen to you or something should happen to them. You know, you're in a position to, to really ask these higher-order questions and say, of all my skills and the work that I've been able to acquire, how much do I need? And given how much do I need, how long per week do I need to work? Because as, as Troy Hunt said to me once, you know, life has a, your, well, life has value. Well, he didn't quite say that. I'm paraphrasing you here, Troy. But he said, you know, time with your family, for example, you know, say you're a family person. Well, how much value do you place on that? So you place a certain amount of value on that. Well, you can only give everything else in your life, such as work and so forth, a certain amount of time because you have to give a certain amount of time to your family. How much is your health worth? How much, how much is, the, is there or are the other relationships, say, with friends and, and so forth, worth as well? Because work isn't the only thing. At some stage you'll die and it'll all be over. What kind of life do you, do you want to have had? What kind of balance? What is balance for you? You know, what is what is meaningful so you really have to stop and 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 revisit this and this is the kind of where i'm bringing all this back to is that whilst we get or can get very very stressed out about um having enough money having enough work being a a valuable or a worthwhile member of society i don't think or i feel at least superficially from the way i've conducted my own kind of working life and career and what I observe of so many others and, and what I read in, in papers and hear on the news is I really don't think that we actually ask the truly foundational or fundamental questions which are what are our priorities? What do we value? How much work is enough? How much do you really want to work? How much do you really need to work? 
Because if you're living in, living in a Western country, you likely really don't have to work that much. If you aren't someone who chases uh, things and and isn't overly materialistic, you may not need that much at all, but that's a topic for another day. So as you're sort of considering maybe um, diving into being a freelancer, as you're considering getting that underway, or perhaps as you're taking time out to be a bit introspective about being a freelancer, I really genuinely, truly do want to encourage you to consider these more foundational, more fundamental questions before you just dive in and make yourself busy and go out there and find clients and pitch to clients and say, I'm a wonderful person. I can write X number of thousand words per day or whatever. Um, I'm an amazing software developer. I can develop in these five languages. I can do big data, data mining, complex security algorithms, etc., etc., etc. Consider how much you would like to work and how much you wouldn't like to work. Look at the other things in your life, the things that the money that you earn is for, such as um, hiking, buying a car, perhaps, if you like that. Um, I don't mean to be too disdainful by that, by that sort of derisive sound in my voice. Uh, maybe buying a house for yourself and your family, which is, which is one of my own goals. Perhaps buying a house for your parents or helping them finish off uh, the mortgage on their house helping out your, your siblings, helping out dear friends. You know, what are you working for? And then based on what are you working for, how much do you need? Based on how much you need, how much do you have to work? Or in what ways do you have to work? Or what rate? And what kind of work do you want to do? All these things are related, and I'll try and get all this down in the show notes. I just want you to have a think about it. Have a think, have a, have a consider don't just blindly work each and every day to, you know, do your thing so you can feel busy. Know why you are working. Know why you are there. And as a result, as as Viktor Frankl said, you know, you'll you'll you should have more meaning, and from meaning, take more value, more pleasure, more joy. And in the process, that will come through in what you do. And I think you'll just be an all-around better person to be around. Anyway, that's me for episode 20 of freethegeek.fm. You can find it at freethegeek.fm forward slash 20 or the longer URL freethegeek.fm forward slash episodes forward slash episode hyphen 20. And I'll see you in episode 21. <laughs>